and Jules. This is the Nick and Jules podcast. I don't know if they can make money off the podcast now from advertising. <laughs> George think... Lucas will come for you. <laughs> um, Matt, with a controversial opinion that... Well, I don't know if it's controversial. No, I think if I have the opinion, it's 100% accurate and correct. <laughs> that, controversial. Uh, the Phantom Menace is the worst Star Wars movie. I just can't handle that kid, eh? Uh, Jules, oh, hi, I'm Anakin or something. That's annoying. As someone who hasn't seen any of the Star Wars <laughs> movies, do you understand Actually, the vitriol that... No. It's associated with the prequels, the sequels, and the actuals. Does it count if I have seen a snippet of Star Wars in an Italian class? Why they played that for us in Year 7, I'll never know. That's interesting. Why did they, um, why did they do that? I don't know. <laughs> what it snippet didn't make was it? me want to watch it anymore. It was the first one, which is the fourth one, which I still don't That's get. That's the one that Matt says is the worst one. Was oh. it in That's Italian? That's what we're talking about. Yes. Okay. See, si. so the, the was... we were just learning how to say hello and what time is it. It made no sense. You're like, I don't know if the yeah the that moons of Alderaan are going to come through in Italian. Um, the yeah. I suppose Obi Wan Kenobi's like very classic. Uh, buongiorno there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cosi? Cosi? Not important. See. Si. I guess we'll um, never know. Che ora è? That's it's. I was waiting for that them. sentence. Che ora è? Yeah. <laughs> buongiorno. Che ora? Come you should, hey, you're going to Italy soon. Hopefully. Mm. Actually, that's not what we should talk about in the meeting with Mal. Plan, <laughs> plan, requesting time off. Planning plan holidays. <laughs> uh, um, no, you should watch the Star Wars movies because they, mostly they're pretty good though, Matt, other than the one you dislike. Oh, look, honestly, if I you don't want to watch them, like at least watch the Family Guy version of them. Okay, you, well, yeah. the, actually, no, better yet, the Robot Chicken one. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, Robot Chicken episodes? Yeah, but I feel like the Family Guy did it better. Even though they did it second, they There's still did it better. so many parodies of it. It's, it's yeah, crazy. right. Um, I feel like I've seen enough content to not need to watch them. I've what? also heard that the you know special effects aren't so great back in the old day. Well, that's older movies, isn't it? So just, what, are you gonna, what do you expect? You know, a redo? I would actually argue that I think the, the originals from like the 70s mm. look better than, oh. than the... the, uh, the, the the, what do they call them? The prequels? The the first three, like Eps 1, 2, and 3? Yeah, I think those ones were sort of just on the cusp of where technology was able to do some of the stuff that George Lucas wanted them to do, which is why I think he did them in that order, is because he felt like he couldn't uh, act, accurately portray the stuff he wanted to portray. Oh, interesting. Without Until later using, in time. Yeah, so he used, um, mm. like, you know, essentially there was the bloody Muppets in there for some of the monsters in those uh, mm. first few. Yeah. That's insightful. Jules, I've made Jules, it all up. Jules, is, uh, Jules sounds like she's falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> right, moving on from Star Wars, Jack, because it might be boring everyone and it's ex- excluding Jules. Um, what would you like to talk about, Jules? Like, what is what what is a movie franchise you have seen? Just by the way, a franchise. Yeah, I've well, seen most of the Harry Potters. Gosh, you hate <laughs> transphobe, transphobe, cancelled, cancelled. <laughs> got her, wow. got her on mic saying it as well. Not gonna get the game. Not gonna get it. Didn't uh, someone in our office get it? Yeah. You, so, you, what are you? What are your thoughts on the whole? So, for people that aren't aware, obviously J.K. Rowling uh, famously has become a bit, a bit outspoken, outspokenly transphobic. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, that's one thing. There's a new game, Hogwarts Legacy, that's been released. That's yes. been heavily, widely anticipated, uh, and people are getting attacked online. Streamers. Well, a lot of the for... thoughts are like, there's tokenism by putting it in there, right? But then is it? I don't know. And then you can choose your different characteristics for for the characters you're building. Yeah, but you don't get to choose it if like you're a trans character. I think there is there is just there are just there's just trans representation in it. Uh, yes, what I understand. 
Do you think that it's fair to cancel the people that are playing it? I think you can go and enjoy it. And you can, by that token, you are not representing all, right? Like, I just think it's silly. It's difficult to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Because often that's what you fall in love with. The artist as well, like the person Mm. creating this thing that you love. Yeah. Um, I would argue that this is one of the, the examples where she seems so far removed from it for me. Like when I think of the Harry Potter universe... J.K. Rowling doesn't drip into my mind in the slightest. It's strange, considering she absolutely created the entire thing. No, and I get that, and I understand that. <laughs> and she that. absolutely profits from it. But, and, I, and I fully appreciate yeah. that as well. But I, for me, it's like, okay, well, let's think about uh, an, another artist who's being cancelled that we spoke about recently uh, is Chris Brown, mm. where it's like, well, if I hear a Chris Brown song, I'm literally listening to Chris Brown. If I'm watching a music video, I'm looking at Chris Brown. You but feel if I'm, guilty yeah. for enjoying it? I, I don't. No? Oh, oh, I feel probably guilty. Yes, I would feel guilty. You feel but, tormented. But with, with Harry Potter, if I'm watching Harry Potter, I'm not watching J.K. Rowling. She's not there. True. Yeah, okay. So in that sense, yeah, she's not front and center of it. But she's very much you know, a, a figurehead in, the, in the realm. Oh, she is bad. <laughs> <laughs> she's a baddie. Get but the Dementors I, out really, of it. Really, because I, I want to play the game, but I'm like, oh, it's, I don't know. Like, I see all this stuff. I think I probably will. Mm. I think because it looks cool. It looks like a pretty fun game. Mm. But um, maybe just make a, a donation uh, to help out trans kids or something. That's interesting. Yeah, that would probably that about, might balance it out a little bit. What about The Sims? <laughs> That's probably the one game I have played. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what, what about The Sims? <laughs> <laughs> what what, yeah, what does that have to do with anything? Sims. <laughs> Making a Harry Potter expansion pack. For They probably For the have Sims. that. Almost oh. guaranteed. Feels right, hey. Because yeah, yeah. they've got like all these Lego things which are just... Uh, everywhere, everything's a Lego something. Yeah. yeah, and if you get deep into the world of The Sims, which I have, <laughs> there's websites so dedicated. This is to where you're spending your time. You're not watching movies. <laughs> oh. You're playing not Sims currently. and like trapping people in back swimming in the pools. old day when you had to load the program on with four different discs onto your PC. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Can you? Yeah, you could that's... get all these websites where you could design all these custom features and stuff. I'm sure you can create some magical creatures with it. Oh, I, I'm. I mean, I even think there would be a Harry Potter branded specific expansion. Like, I don't even mm. think you need to be, like, a, a computer person to figure that out. Okay. I reckon, just because it's that popular. I feel like Harry Potter Someone's... has infiltrated every... every Name to me an industry mm. that wouldn't include Harry Potter. Biotech. Well, <laughs> interesting. Bio... <laughs> no, that, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hole in one. But, it, but it, it's everywhere. Like, there's, no, there's nothing... You probably could find a Harry Potter-themed thing because it's, like, you know... Oh, yeah, like a a fun beaker. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Potions. There you go. Potions. Connected. There we go. Um, Harry Potter's everywhere. Mm. Is it cancelable? Only time will tell. I do think, I do feel bad for people that have Harry Potter related tattoos. Why? Why do you feel bad for them? Because because there is now that association because people will go, like, someone in their office has a Harry Potter themed tattoo. And to me, it means nothing because I, like, I don't really care. But there is a group of people that would be like, hateful. Hateful now yeah, because of the association. Mm, and it's shame. like at the time that when they probably got the tattoo. It was wholesome. It was probably fine. Yep. Like, they, 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 like I'm sure she's probably actively been anti-trans for a long time, J.K. Sure. Rowling, but of she's course. only vocally been doing it the last sort of five, six years, I think. Mm. I don't know. I feel I'm really not qualified to speak on this <laughs> as a cis white, think about. cis white male. <laughs> Buy the game or don't, you know, whatever. I'm excited to play it. On today's show. Mmm, Feta Stain. I'm excited to... Uh... Thoughts, Matt? <laughs> oh, look, we've all been there. Who hasn't got strange stains that they can't uh, can't explain? Strange stains they can't explain. I... That's a fun thing to say. Um, it is a fun thing to have. How long have you been holding <laughs> on to that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a mystery stain is a fun... You know, 
you look at the standing and you go, how did you come about? I hope it was a fun one. Do you think more people, some people are more susceptible to stains than others? Well. Because I feel like I fall into that category. In that you're clumsy. Mm. Or you just have red wine on everything. Mm. Oh, I, yeah. I, I can't have nice things. Yes. This is like why I tried to implement a no white blanket rule. And now it's just, it's, <laughs> it's everywhere. That's why I tried to implement my no whites rule. <laughs> just to really, because we're trying to go the opposite direction that JK Rowling goes. <laughs> we just want to promote We can't have group. nice things though. We can't. No, I, uh, I'm actively making a move away from white t-shirts. I love the white t-shirt. I think the white t-shirt with like a blue jean, most classic look of all time. Nice and crisp. Yeah. But mm. I'm just so aware that I... I'm an irresponsible man, so I'm like I probably have a good week or two with a, a new white shirt, and then boom, we're we're getting some stain and it's just not coming out properly. I know parents that implement a no whites for their children. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a mixed That's race baby. No white <laughs> clothing. <laughs> I didn't realize you could dig so well. This is uh... <laughs> uh, uh dear. I, so, uh, <laughs> making the move away from white clothing, I, I've actively gone towards darker shirts, generally mm-hmm. speaking, mm-hmm. or it has to be slightly, slightly colored. Like I'll have a, I have a lighter blue shirt, but that's as light as I go right mm. now. Notice I said light, not white, mm. because I appreciate every color. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's Jul- Jules is the famously anti-white one. Yeah. As which actually, know. to be fair, as a stance is, you know, probably not the worst stance you can take. Better than other colors. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe White, on. better than other colours. <laughs> Matt Reynolds, 2023. Uh, Go ahead. A lot of gotcha journalism in this podcast. Let's continue with the, the shocking headlines of woman breastfeeds husband. Mm. Hilarious. Mm. I can, like, my big question, did he swallow it? Well, you know he probably, it's hard not to have liquid in your mouth and have not a little bit. Oh, I mean, I think a lot of women would beg to differ, but the <laughs> fact is you can, like, yeah, I imagine he could still suck the, because the story being that uh, so she was graphic. on holiday, knew your mom, uh, forgot her breast pump, and um, when you don't milk your bubes, they can hurt. When you don't milk your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and so she was like, oh, I don't know what to do. She tried hand pumping or hand squeezing, didn't sure. work. Needed the suction, needed the mouth, and the husband stepped up, and uh, yeah, all I want to know is if he swallowed. Cool. Well, we've got him on the line now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ed Sheeran surprising some kids in New Zealand. That's quite sweet. We also ask about snooping. Mm. Have you done some private investigator work? Are you a PI undercover? The Chinese have-, have had a crack at America. I feel like mm. that's a bit of back and forth that's been going on for yeah, a long time. Apparently that balloon was like 60 meters tall. Jesus. Oh yeah, it's a big balloon. I didn't realize how large. Hmm. I saw an article this morning that was like, They've only just recovered the wreckage. I was like, it's a balloon. I don't mm. know if you can call it a wreckage. It's just mm. waste. Well, but there's no, a fair like, bit of chunk to it, yeah. The thing is, it, was, it was massive. I think they said it was the size of three buses or something. I wonder something. what they need. Like, what's the actual equipment inside it? Well, I understand that. I think, uh, it's, a little, I think it's a little guy with binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, yeah, satellite footage and stuff is quite good. But being in this atmosphere like that, that level can get very close um, footage and uh, vision, like mm. a much, much clearer than satellite ever could. And satellites don't cover certain areas for confidentiality and privacy reasons. So I think right. if they can get low like enough. Drones? I, get, I don't know. Like, maybe? Like, what do you mean? Drones, when they have certain territories they can't get to? Oh, yes. 100. Yeah, well, they, I think they physically can go there, though. Okay. They're just not allowed. Yeah. Mm. Like if you but flew... a balloon, will, no one will notice. Well, I think that's what they were hoping for. Mm. I don't know. They didn't. They didn't obviously didn't flag it with the the American government. They just sort of were like, 
Let the winds take you away. Oh, no, over, guys. It's definitely blowing that direction. Over that secret military base that we've been eyeing off for a few years. <laughs> oh, SpaghettiO. Um, the Australian Bureau of Statistics, they're trying to be wit it, hip, cool, etc. Uh, did they do a good job of it, Matt? I think they did well. Uh, <laughs> oh, that is huge. In their pros. You their did pros. also did well when well, you uh, performed the, the rap that they wrote. Yeah, Nick brought it to life. <laughs> Nick added extra sound effects to it. I would agree. Um, yeah, well, the ABS wrote me some lyrics to an Eminem song that's wrote in today's you. pod. <laughs> yeah, they said, only you. Um, much like uh, that guy, that big fan wrote to Eminem in the song Stan, mm. uh, the ABS said, hey, Nick, here's a, here's, here's a letter. Hope you get it just in time. I remember hearing right. those songs for the first time. Gosh darn it. Hectic stuff. Oh, it's yeah. such a... It's such a crazy song because it is, it's so dark, but it is, a, it's a, actually a, it's a very good song though. Yeah. It paints a picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, dark stuff. This has been a weird podcast. Oh God. You never know what you're going to get though. And I, I like that. I like that the podcast is a mixed bag of anything. Mm. Um, One day we might get the boss on. One day. I know we've been promising this and he has said, yes, he well, will be available. You just need to schedule it outside of his coffee time. The more I think about it, the more I think, do we want him on? <laughs> There'll be so much build up, it'll just be hmm. like you, you and I will have some subpar. have a lot of great talk, and he'll be sitting there. <laughs> this is great banter, <laughs> it really is. But he won't say that because he's not a very positive guy, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you just aren't actively providing great banter, no. according to him. No, no, he doesn't like it. I he think... calls it dribble, dribble. <laughs> he, he calls it dribble, he calls it. Yes. Which there has yes. been a lot of on the show lately. And he says, oh, I'll just shave off 30 seconds of that. <laughs> Do I have a 30 second based sound effect? Oh, the Alpha Bucks. <laughs> Do I have Alpha Bucks? Shave, shave approximately this length of time off the off your break, guys. Dribble, dribble. And we'll dribble, just sit dribble. here in silence while this uh, the, the Alpha Bucks clock plays out. You can fast forward through this. I don't know if I have a fast forward button on this bar. I'm sure I don't. <laughs> No, I imagine people listening uh, would yes. be uh, skippity skip skip Whoever's skip. left as a podcast. Good podcast ahead, good show, plenty of stuff on it. We will catch you tomorrow. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Bye bye, Nick. I uh, I've been doing long distance with my partner for yes. almost uh, just over a month now. Right. Get to see him tomorrow night, which is very exciting. Oh, hello, hello. But he has been, I guess, really nicely suggesting different ways that we can like. Keep in touch, try different things, spice up the long distance relationship. Spice it, it up. It's all G related. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The brakes on that one there. He has suggested letter writing. Yeah, exactly. Get sorry. your mind out of the gutter. Sorry, Peter, but. I'm a loser. <laughs> no. It's letter not 50 writing? Of sh- 50 Shades of Grey. Is he, is he going off to war during. <laughs> The 1800s. I'll I'll write you, dear, so that you don't forget what I what I sound like. You can think of me. Yes, I suppose it's that. I don't wow. know. It, it's quite. He's the romantic in the relationship, so I feel like someone he's needs this. to be exactly, exactly right. Okay. And I really like the idea, but um, I realised very quickly mm. when I was writing my first letter to him that I haven't written that much by hand, yeah, since probably three, four English and VCE. Well, yeah, who, who does ago. who who writes things with a pen and pencil? Anymore? Exactly, we're all in no our one. our phones or our computers. So my hand hurts so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're wearing the cast in this morning. That's right. <laughs> you got the sling on, and he's noticed the same thing too. He's like, "Geez, this is this is a lot of writing." Your hands cramping. But it was cute because we were asking each other questions. Eventually, when we got the letters due to the Oz Post delays, rah rah rah. Yep. 
And I suddenly realised that this is the most ineffective way to communicate about what's going on with each other's lives. Because oh, yeah. you've got to keep your questions generic. Because if you ask anything time-specific, I'm messaging him that night well, to, to ask him how life is. Yeah, because letter writing was done at a time when we didn't have the ability to just call them up straight away and we didn't have the, the ability to send That's an right. email or a Facebook message. That's right. And if he's asking me or I'm asking him, how's your week been? I need I need some specific examples of what's happened in that week for yeah. me to remember what that is three weeks later. What is the turnaround time on a letter? So have mm. you received or sent one since? So he sent me one on the 30th, which was last Monday, and okay. I received it on Tuesday. So just over a week's time. So a week delay between messages. Week delay. It's, and in between that, there's been phone calls... Uh, there's been WhatsApp, there's been Messenger, there's been all sorts of forms of communication in between. Right. So <laughs> I am essentially having two separate conversations with him, one via the old method of letters mm. and the other one via 2023 age of digital communication. It's very sweet, but it, it's really pointless knowing how Peter was a week ago. I know, but, you know, tomorrow night when I do eventually reunite with him at the yeah. airport, I will hand him over a letter and say, mm -mm -mm, we're not communicating until you read what I did three weeks ago. I'll talk to you in a week's time, Peter. Let me put this one to you. Is the Australian Bureau of Statistics sexy? <laughs> no, Nick, no. <laughs> Why would you ask such a question? <laughs> did you know that according to the Bureau of Statistics... Mm that one in three statisticians are single. Can't imagine why. Wow. Boring people. Boring Fun fact. Boring business. But the Australian Bureau of Statistics know who they are, they know what they are, and they understand that we're going to have to start sort of, you know, glamorising ourselves. We've got to get cool. We've got to get trendy. Oh, we want people to understand our hard work. It's I mean, not dry. It's fun. Exactly. We want people to care about the numbers, Jules. Cool. I like that. I appreciate that. So I saw on Instagram yesterday afternoon, and I went back and had a look across their Instagram page and Facebook, that uh, the Australian Bureau of Statistics, they like to post occasionally uh, the occasional meme. Oh, they're hip. They're cool. Me uh, their statistic-based meme, because they're like, hey, kids love memes, and they'll love numbers because we'll tell them to. Wow. Yesterday afternoon, though, Jules, they posted a, <laughs> possibly their best piece yet. They posted a parody song about some of their data um, from the census that we had a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. So not even anything recent. Not that recent, <laughs> no. They've got, I think it's the beginning of 2021. Yep. And uh, they've written a parody song to Eminem's Lose Yourself. Okay, well, they know their audience. Yes, exactly. They're like, oh, you know... People like Eminem. People love Eminem. They love that song. Catchy song. Um, they wrote the song. They didn't actually make the song. They just wrote the lyrics. Okay. So they did half the work. Okay. So I've done the other half, and I've performed Lose Yourself for, with the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Oh, fantastic. So this is a comedy segment for radio mm -hmm. written by the Australian Bureau of Stats. If it's funny, then great, good for them. They're obviously have hit, hit the nail on the head. They've got the right market. If this isn't particularly good, it's not my fault. Of course not. And you can't blame me. So here's Lose Yourself. It's not Eminem. It's the Australian Bureau of Statistics featuring Nick. Look, if you had one shot or one opportunity to gather all of Australia's important data in one survey, would you capture it or just let it slip? 
Yo, dear farmers is 20, sales assistants are plenty. 160,000 Italians, yum, spaghetti. Don't be nervous, the median age has stayed steady. We drop stats, you best not be forgetting while we wrote down the population of Australia's towns. Whole country's over 25 million now. You're joking, well, 50,000 more times than Lord How Truths come out, back to our spreadsheets now. Not incredibly good, not incredibly bad. But what a collaboration. What a, and i got to tell you, I had so many cracks at trying to record that, Jules, because <laughs> they didn't really record the lyrics properly. Like, they didn't write the, them out word for word, like, in the same style. Very frustrating. When have you snooped? Mm. Obviously, earlier in the week, everyone might have caught in the news. The Chinese have been sort of caught snooping on the Americans. They sent a weather balloon over the shores of the East Coast. Very sus. The Chinese said, hey, this is a weather balloon. We're just collecting data on weather. America went, <laughs> sure. why are you collecting it on our soil? Exactly. They shot it down and they, it looks like it might have been a spy satellite or something like that. I don't know the spy world. But yes. It doesn't look 100% uh, above board. But in the TV world, in maths, oh, they did the phone challenge last night where the, the couples, they all, they exchanged phones and they got mm. to have a little bit of a snoop around who was messaging who, what they were saying about each other. Snooping happens. Low level investigating, high level. It's not always international espionage and all that. Jazz. No. Let's throw to the phones right now. 131060. Brent from the border. Have you snooped, mate? Well, I didn't, but my younger sister did at Christmas time. Oh, so this Christmas just gone? No, 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 no. This was like years and years ago where um, I'm 29 now and she's 27, but she would have been about seven years old and woke <laughs> up during the middle of the night and come and told us exactly what we had gotten. Oh, oh from so Santa? Gone through the Santa yeah. sack and discovered oh. it there. Okay. <laughs> And come and told everyone. So and it was like not just our family, it was our cousins as well. So. Oh, no. What brought her to the snooping, Brent? Oh, she's just nosy. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's a low-level snoop. Uh, it kind of does ruin the like the, the surprise of Christmas, though. Did you, as a kid, were you, uh, you know, because if she's seven, you would have been at, what, nine? You know, does that, does that make you a little bit annoyed as the bigger brother there? I've done it a couple of times too, so okay. no. Um, <laughs> it's a hereditary trait. So it's a it, it's yeah, a all's much. fair in uh, love and war and uh, snooping and all. Brent, appreciate the call, mate. No problem. Let's keep him going on thirteen ten sixty and speak to some more private investigators, some more <laughs> snoopers. Brianna from Wagga Wagga, have you snooped? Yes, I have. I've snooped quite a few times. Okay, give us the well. I suppose if you've done it a few times, does that mean you've found out stuff each time you've done it? Yes, absolutely. Uh, what's okay. the what's the biggest case you've uh, cracked? I guess. <laughs> So um, a couple of years ago, there was a party and some of us were invited, some of us weren't. Mm-hmm. And the like some of us that weren't invited, we obviously went for a bit of a drive by house. As obviously, you do, yeah. yeah. Of course. <laughs> and we parked a little bit up the road, um, just sitting there, just scoping it out, nothing exciting. And then all of a sudden, one of our friend's boyfriends walked out of the party with another girl. Oh. <gasps> Oh, Brianna. No. Walk. Hang on, what? hang on. So was this person, you were with the girlfriend at the time of this, yes. this guy? You yes. wi- actually firsthand witnessed her boyfriend cheating. Well, I don't, we don't know what he did exactly. Awesome. Like at the time we didn't know, like he did, like we found out after. Did he say he like, was going yeah. to this party without her? Yes. Oh, okay. no. Nah. Well, that's, that's rude, but at least yes. he was, at least he said that. Um, so he, they've like, he's caught the boyfriend coming out of the house and they're just like, just hanging out, are they, with this other girl? Yeah, they like walked down like an alleyway oh, down to the house. And then about half an hour later, they walked 
Half an hour. Wow, good on him. <laughs> well, we don't know what they were doing, right? Oh, so they're probably just having a friendly conversation. Yeah, obviously. Um, you say you've done, obviously done it a few times. This is obviously one of the bigger cases. Is With snooping, Brianna, is there just a lot of sitting around? Like, I can't imagine you uncover juicy stuff every time, right? No, not every time. Um, yeah, probably another time is like a friend said she was at home and so, you know, Another friend and I went for a bit of a drive and actually found her at a boy's house. So. What was this? She wasn't cheating <laughs> in this instance? She just didn't want to tell you no, that she was at the boy's no, house? No, she was just going for a hangout, I guess. Well, but... people are allowed to have some form of privacy, Brianna. That one's... Oh, my gosh. I'm just imagining, like, all these sub-group chats just sprouting and all of this gossip happening. Don't, Is that what's going on? Don't ever wrong Brianna. Uh, there's not really group chats. It's more just, oh, what did you do last night? And they, you know, tell you they're at home doing you nothing. And they're like, oh, really? Because I saw your car. Yeah. And then you're there in a trench coat with taking photos <laughs> in the background with a super long camera lens. Um, yeah, exactly. Brianna, you're a psycho, but we appreciate you listening to the show. Thank you so much for calling. <laughs> Thank you. Very exciting right now for New Zealanders. Ed Sheeran has been doing a bunch of live shows over there, Jules. Oh, what a treat. He's such a cool artist. And a he's looper. got some shows in a couple of weeks. I've never seen him live, but I see videos of the concerts and it's just him. Yep. It's just him. doesn't have any other backing band. He does, as you said, the looping himself. It looks insane. And he's an incredible artist as it is. Impressive. Turns out he's an incredible guy because he has some spare time up his sleeve after his shows that he's done in New Zealand. And he's taken some time out of his what I got to imagine, pretty busy schedule, yeah. to surprise some people. So I'm on a day off in Auckland. Uh, I thought we'd come to some schools and give some kids a surprise with a uh, free gig. Thanks for coming on Ed Oh, how cool. Imagine what? coming home to mum and dad and saying you saw Ed Sheeran at school. Well, you can imagine, because I remember I was a, like probably not a great like kid back in primary school. Mum and dad would be like, how was school today? I'd go, eh, fine. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing excites you. But that's so exciting because I think back to like primary school, I couldn't imagine if something that exciting actually happened. That's incredible. God, no. The best thing that my primary school could do was they had this traveling, they once invited a, a troop a gang of traveling yo-yo instructors. Yo-yo who, instructors. Well, yeah, I don't know. They didn't really instruct, but they more perform. But they invited us all into the GP room and they were like, hey, kids. And then this like group of yo-yo was just burst into the room and started doing a bunch of yo-yo tricks. Wow. They entertained us with yo-yos for about half an hour. Impressive to keep your entertainment for but that long. I guess because that's not a very uh, profitable, like, Business model? No. The yo-yo was then hung out at the school for the next week selling yo-yos <laughs> at the canteen. <laughs> like, what, what, what could you possibly have better to do with your time other than hang out at canteen and sell a couple of yo-yos? And they were expensive yo-yos. That's impressive. So Ed Sheeran, definitely um, definitely top of the uh, primary school experiences. Definitely. He's up. If you were to add someone to one of his live show performances, <laughs> don't worry about putting a band up there. Give him some yo-yo people to play along to, you know, Shape of You. Tell us if you are using what are, is effectively the Australian Bible. Oh, the Women's Weekly Cake Cookbook. I honestly hadn't heard this cookbook mentioned in, what, 15 years? And in the last 24 hours, I've heard people referencing it twice. And it's unbelievable. I honestly thought it was dead. It was done. People mm. have moved on to TikTok hacks and Woolies mud cakes and bought cakes. Well, people, the thing is, I think that is the case. I don't think anyone's using it, but people remember it because it's this weirdly iconic Australian thing. Like you and I both, I, yeah. I, I remember, I think it was either my mom or my grandma made me the train cake from it. 
When I was younger, mm. the pool one. The swimming pool. My brother got one of those for his birthday with yes. the jelly. I wasn't a huge jelly fan, but it definitely looked very good. Surely it's sitting on Victorian bookshelves right now gathering dust. It's not being used. It's not being opened. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see if we can prove it wrong, prove it right, whatever. Uh, have we got Whitney from Wodonga there? Hey, guys. How you going? Yeah, good, Whitney. Tell us. You still using this? Most definitely used it last weekend. Last weekend? Like the train cake. <laughs> oh. Oh, the train. All right. <laughs> Train. I did it in the girly colours because my daughter, but Curly yeah. train, sure. Yeah, I'm no. looking in Whitney at a picture of the train cake. You've got licorice, you've got popcorn sort of uh, in the air. How on earth did you pull this off? So um, with the, instead of the black licorice, we use all the red stuff that you can buy these days. Um, and then we just kind of use like a, uh, what do you, it's like a floral wire. So it's nice and thin. But you can use it, and we put fairy floss and all that sort of stuff, oh, wow. like pink and blues. Oh, and fairy floss is quite impressive. I'm realizing now this is becoming the most weirdly specific segment, anyway. If we've ever chat. Um, wait, was the train by special request? Um, yeah, so she was obsessed with Thomas Tank Engine. Of course. Um, How could but, you not be? Yeah, obviously. And her auntie's name is Emily. So there's a train in there that is very similar to her auntie's name. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I was trying <laughs> to figure auntie. out. The and you know how Emily's just love train cakes. That's great. We appreciate the call. Let's keep it in the border right now with Bo. Bo, uh, how often is this book getting a run out for you? Yearly in my house. Yearly. Yearly. Oh, what's the most recently requested cake? Uh, so the most recently requested is the pool cake because oh. my birthday, I'll be making it for in a few weeks. Right. <laughs> do you have to do practice ones for these extravagant cakes? Uh, no, I just wing it and hope. <laughs> wing, wing it and hope. Um, I like that you're making it for yourself. So do yeah. you, is it a sort of a bit of a ritual? Do you do one every, a different one every year for yourself? Um, yeah, well, yeah, bachelor life. So every year you've got to <laughs> make something for hey, yourself. Brother, brother, you, birthday, right, so. I, I get it. What's, what's been some of the great ones over the years? What's, what's, what's been the number one? Um, Oh, no, look, they're all been pretty average. By the time you start making and decorating and have a few beers, it gets a bit out of control. <laughs> I, I said that to Jules in the break. I thought, how, like, the, the pictures in the magazine look immaculate. Yes. But how many test cakes did they have? I bet I you after a few beers, they all looked pretty good, though, Bo. Yeah, I don't know. I reckon Mum used to down a few creme de glaze as she was uh, making a few, and um, she always seemed to make them better than I could, but <laughs> I'll stick with what I got. I appreciate the call, Bo. Thank you to everyone. And for it's good to know that it's still out there, Jules. It's still kicking. God. And I hope in 50 years' time when we're still on this station doing this exact same topic that you know people are still doing it. I think we need to jump into naughty 640 territory right now. Mm. Our boss accuses me of going too blue in the 6 o'clock hour, saying... You talk about some weird, gross stuff, dude. Smutty. Well, the tables have turned because... <laughs> Turns out Jules is the real sicko. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, maybe for this part only, because I came across this unbelievable story of a husband and wife that went away to Puerto Rico for mm. four days. Sure. Heading on a little holiday. Uh, new mum, Janelle. Unfortunate for her, she had forgotten to pack her breast pump, which you need when... You're lactating. Yeah, that's fair. You're you know. feeding a child. and um, Your body goes into overdrive. You have to sort yourself out. I mean, I haven't experienced this personally, but I know of people oh, that- yeah. Is this a case of my friend <laughs> went on a trip with her <laughs> partner and is it kind of like that, you and Peter? Well, no. This this didn't happen to me. This didn't happen to anyone I know. But I have, yeah, right. I have noticed some women having to go through this. And I imagine it's very painful. When you need a pump, you need a pump. And unfortunately- for this woman, you know, maybe there was nothing available in Puerto Rico that she could purchase okay. to resolve this issue. She was feeling 
pained, and she thought the only possible resolution was to resort to breastfeeding her husband. Mm. <laughs> and just mm. that sentence alone. How how do we get to this? So Well, Jules, your friend Yeah, sure. Your friend that no sorry, not your friend, this the lady in this news story. Mm-hmm. That did this. Janelle and Josh, yep. Jan- <laughs> very similar to, you know, Janelle just feels very Julia adjacent, but sure. that's fine, whatever. Um, there are many, 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 many things you can do before having to breastfeed your own husband. Well, that is what I was thinking. And a lot of people have attacked Janelle for saying, you know, you could use y- your hands, uh, you, <laughs> you could hand pump. <laughs> Uh, essentially, I suppose, uh, like a cow, uh, but apparently it wasn't going to work until there was um, suction, as as she says. Mm. So I don't want to get too graphic into the situation. But most but hotels seems... have access to like a vacuum cleaner. It surely so that might be a little bit full on to put a vacuum cleaner. Maybe there, that but... was too much. But just imagine, imagine asking your partner. Oh, that, I don't want honey. to imagine it, actually, Jules. I no, actually don't want no. it. No, you know, you take your vows for better or for worse in sickness and in health, and I think. I think this is a bit of sickness. The husband is, I, I have to imagine that yes. the husband is into this in some capacity. Sure. Because, you know, either she brought it up mm. and was like, hey, this is something that I might need help with. He, and very, he could be just a loving husband and be doing it, but sure. I just can't imagine a world in which he isn't pushing the fact. And now also the concern, what if he's got a taste for the stuff? Totally. It's going to have to be the kid, the actual child that she's got, she's had is going to be fighting tooth and nail just to try and get on. <laughs> I've sort of noticed I've a bit, I think I have a violent tendency of dancing. I think I flail too much. I've realized. What's wrong with flailing? You're well, going with passion around the room. Well, it's, it's fine. And in, in the safe work environment, it's okay. Yesterday after doing groceries on the way home, <laughs> I've been, I was flailing in the car. I don't know what I was listening to either. Oh, it might've okay. been, might've been the news. To be <laughs> I'm glad you were doing it in the grocery aisle though. No, okay. no. So I did the, did the groceries and then on the drive home. Jules, mm, excited saying. to eat the groceries. Yeah, maybe just jamming out. And I've knocked over. I I don't know. Where, I don't know who I think I am. But I bought feta cheese yesterday, first time in my What's life. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with feta. I've just never bought it. I didn't know that it comes in in a jar of oil. I just thought it was a tub. I was like, oh, it's just pure cheese. Mm, cheese in a tub. You got some good stuff. Yeah, I've knocked it over, and it's like a it's like a pus. Pustule. Like, it's like a little boil that's popped because now my seat is drenched in feta. Oh, no. Spillage. There's, there's the feta. marination of feta. So I don't have a sense of smell at all for anyone listening right now. I, the, I just have zero sense. I think I had it when I was little and it just progressively got to the point where it just dropped off. So you can't smell the dairy spill. I'm a lot like the superhero daredevil, just went to smell. Sure, we'll go with that. So, you know, crime fighting, just I don't, I can't smell if they're sweaty or whatever. Mm. So I'm, I am concerned that my car now smells like absolute dog shit. But you have like, no idea because you can't smell well, it. Well, why would I know? And it's very, I've moved into the new house and I've got new housemates. It's a very confronting question to go, hey, would you mind coming and having a sniff of my car? I know we just met, and but. I'm pointing at a stain in the passenger seat and go, tell me <laughs> what that smells like. Oh, so you're not going to tell them what it is well, they're in not gonna, advance? They're never going to have to see it. I'm just going to have to get the car cleaned, aren't I? 100%. Well, actually, post-work, after the show, would you mind coming out and sniff of the car? I think On just a professional, the professional, professional and go basis. to a cleaning professional. Producer Matt, will you sniff my car? Gladly. Yeah, he says gladly, gladly he would. Sicker. I don't want you sniffing my car. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Nick and Jules podcast. 